Countdown control. Four, three, two, one. We are, 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 we Welcome to the A4 Play Podcast. I'm your host this week, uh, Justin J.J. Eberson, and you might be wondering where everybody is. Uh, Actually, Mark, John, and Hiroko are all at GDC right now, Um, so it's basically just me in the office, so uh, this whole podcast is just going to be me talking to myself. It's an all J episode. (laughs) Actually, you're right. Sorry, actually, I'm not by myself. I'm here with... uh, uh, fan favorites show of the friend show friends <laughs> um, Johnny uh, the uh, artisan of souls apostle, apostle of, souls. of souls Leonard uh, and uh, Jean uh, worst ending to a podcast ever Snow. <laughs> Snow. I'll never live that down uh, two of the the like the the fire breathing heads of Pechacucha Tokyo yes um and also fans of video games. Yes. We like games. Yes. yes. We like games. And, uh, uh, and of course, just me. Um, and so it's just going to be the three of us. Uh, we're going to talk about Dark Souls 2. Dark Souls? Yeah, that's right. Jean hasn't played it, but me and Johnny have been playing it. Um, tell lot. me about yeah. this game. It's a game. We'll, we'll tell you how much of a game it is later. <laughs> uh, By the way, I thought the, the Dark Souls episodes you guys did recently was really fantastic. Oh, thank you. The, I, and I think the only thing I was a little bit disappointed was that you didn't uh, offer up a video of when you yeah, were actually playing that's it. That's what I was thinking, too. It's kind right. of a missed opportunity. Because it would have well, been great. I watching. was thinking of it more as a radio play. Sure. <laughs> you know. Oh, really old school. Yeah. Because like, yeah. we had the sounds in the background and I was going, Ugh. Right. <laughs> All the time and stuff like that. Uh, but we'll also we're not going to just talk about Dark Souls because Mark and John like they looked at me straight in the eye before they left and they're like you can't spoil Dark Souls and I'm like I'll what? try. Are they going to listen? Yeah, they're not going to listen. I doubt they're going to listen to it. They're going to listen to like up until this point probably. So this is the time <laughs> Mark and John when you stop. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> they're not listening to it anymore. And uh, but like we'll try not to spoil. But um, I uh, no well, promises. Yeah, um, I mean, I haven't gotten that far anyway. I'm so. pretty. I'm actually. I found out today. I'm only a, a third through the game. That's so. I'm like what, like a sixth? Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Um, and we'll talk about some awesome knots assemble. Uh, me and Jean have been playing Luftrausa. 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 A new Luftrausen? game. A new game for the PC, Vita, and PS3. And um, we're all, and we're only going to talk about that game using a German accent. Yeah, I think is yeah, the way so the way to Fox do it. We are doing. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's is good. And yeah. I want to hear about Towerfall As- Ascension. Yeah, that's a new PS4. Yes. release that looks good. And uh, yeah, and then we'll have some news. We'll talk about the VR uh, uh, Morpheus Project Morpheus from Sony uh, Xbox Japan launch. See how I'm giving you all this up front, mm. so yeah. you, can, you can just it's you can great. Just, you we know what to forward. expect. Exactly, yeah. no surprises. Uh, let's see, we got Iga, um, and uh, some Bit Summit. You guys went to Bit Summit. That'll mm-hmm. be fun. That's true. And uh, a little bit about uh, China getting into the console industry, um, but that'll be a fun one. 
we'll talk about that later so first up let's talk about dark souls 2 right all right so people who <clears throat> listen to the podcast know me and johnny are huge into dark souls john you have played i have how played... far have you gotten into dark souls one where, where did we get to we we uh oh, you so I, I play i need johnny beside me when <laughs> i play dark souls <laughs> you need your guide i need my guide i'm, I'm leading him oh, you know right but I was much re- like the po- apostle of souls that I am. <laughs> I, I, but I, I must see. say, I, I I felt really really good because I when I listened to the podcast, the the Dark Souls podcast, because you guys oh. were talking about the worst boss in the yes. game, and the worst boss in the game is basically I think it was the last boss I killed with you. That's right. Yeah. And it was in the tiny room with the stairs. Oh, the Capra Demon. The Capra and, Demon. And I did yeah. that by myself. Oh, yeah. I was super impressed. And you so, know, that's one of those things, like, if you hit it just right, you, you can do you it. You can get lucky. Well, it, it, took, like... it took me, like, 20 minutes, right? 30, I was just, like, kind of running up the stairs and running away. Right. And yeah. then, well, that's fine. Yeah. Like, that's how it worked. You know, did you have, were you wearing a lot of armor with a lot of poise, maybe? No, you had me pretty I, light. I had him pretty light. He yeah, always okay. had a fast roll. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, it was I getting out of the way, kind of running up, trying to hit him. The key to that. the dogs early, yeah. I think. Right. Right. The key to that fight is poise. Right. Or luck. Like, like real world luck, not like luck stats or anything. Like that. Yeah. Well, well, there's not a luck stat. But anyways, so that said, you haven't played any of Dark Souls 2. No. You no. play it on at some point. Yes. Um, so you can just <clears throat> take a nap. Yeah, I was telling John that I, I, you know, told him not to make me buy him the game because I will. <laughs> <laughs> Because, like, I, at the office, I need somebody to talk about Dark Souls 2 yeah. with, you, you, you know? You, did, you guys have you, each other here at 8.4, but... Johnny, you did buy Dark Souls for me. I did, I did, yeah. So, going in, um, you know, can, being consistent with the whole Apostle of Souls right. thing, uh, last year, about a year and a half ago, yeah. when the my Dark Souls craze was at its height, um, I bought, like, probably, like, five or six copies of Dark Souls when yeah. it was on sale and gave them to people that I thought would play it which is a worthy like a good cause like, yeah. yeah just spreading the good word right you know? I, I, did, I did play it by myself at first yeah i, I, I yeah. put in like 10 15 hours but then it was when you came over <clears throat> it just like got a better kind of yeah so i bought one understanding for, of how i should be doing things i bought it for jean here bought it for Wintern. Yes. bought one for so how far did he get i know he's in the jolly cup Co- cooperation group now is he like he, did he play it at he all? He just started playing last night Dark Souls 2. Okay. Yeah. But what about Dark Souls 1? How far did he get through that? I don't even think he played the game. Oh. <laughs> that was kind of disappointing. I see. Well, he's yeah. in Dark Souls 2 now. Uh oh, we should have asked Winter to come on. Well, anyways, I bet he wouldn't have talked too much. Um so Dark Souls 2. Uh Yeah. Let's just put it let's just put it out there. Right now I am how about far a third along of the way, I uh, like. Okay, this is maybe it's not a spoiler to say that I've been to thirteen areas. Okay, thirteen bonfires. Not is... thirteen bonfires, but thirteen. Uh, like so, when you, when you pull up the, the when you pull up the warp menu, there are thirteen squares I have access to. Okay, and I in, see. And in, in total, well, there I saw, are. I saw Brendan. He he a lot tweeted that. that he was he had seventeen. Yeah, he's still not even. Maybe, no, I think well, he's he said over, 17 bonfires. 17 oh, 17. Bonfires? No, not 17. But there's way more bonfires. Yeah, there's a lot of bonfires. But um, I'm I'm at 13 like warp warpable. By the way, Bre- Bre- Brendan, friend of the show, yes, who used to be intern. He's he's uh, he's under Sony shackles now, so yeah, he can't yeah. be on the podcast. Um, 13, which is a little over a third of the squares that you can have access to. That's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's um, insane. 
how large this world is and i don't even know yeah and like i'm constantly surprised like just to talk in in a general sense like i'm constantly surprised at how well designed each area is there's so far there is no like bad area like there hasn't been an area where i'm like oh why did they do this or like this design is terrible like there are some places where it's just like I, I I don't want to get into too much spoiler territory. But, but I mean, <clears throat> one thing that would be interesting to hear for somebody who hasn't played the game sure. yet is like, what are the main differences between Dark Souls Two and, and uh, Dark Okay, Souls this 1? is actually a really good topic. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so for one, we were talking about warp points. Um, one huge difference is that you can begin warping from bonfire to bonfire, every single one of them. Yeah. From the very beginning of the game. Oh. Yeah. So the, basically, so the first time that you sit down at a bonfire. Uh, you you can start warping. In Dark Souls 1, you had to wait till you were like halfway through the game. Yeah, you would get um, the Lord Soul, and then not even all the bonfires were accessible right. through that. Only mm-hmm. some of them. The, sorry, the Lord Vessel, not the yes. Lord Soul. Um, <clears throat> Lord Souls are other things. Yeah, other mm-hmm. big things. Uh, um, yeah, there, you know, there's a lot of like really minute mechanical differences. Like, well, I was let's, let's uh, talk about the things that we we like and dislike about. Okay, sure. Yeah. Uh, where do you want to start? Well, I think one one thing that that uh, it, my initial thoughts were that like the the movement of my character felt a lot looser. Yeah. Uh, than, so wait, what what uh, what class did you start with? So I started with deprived. Okay. Oh right. Yeah. So yeah. you had a six in basically everything. So all my stats were set at six. I started at level one, and it was really tough actually. Like even the the first area, the the forest area. Yeah. Um, was tough. Because yeah. I didn't really have a great weapon, I had I found a the dagger. Forest of the fa- Fallen Giants. That's right. Yeah, I brought a list this time. That's great. That's, <laughs> That's great. Right. So we can remember the names. Yes. <laughs> Last time we just could not remember names. Too bad you don't have a map, and then we can. Oh yeah. Point it. I, I'm going to tell you about maps. Like the thing about Dark Souls is that you play things so often that you basically have. You, you develop a photographic memory mm, yeah. of all the areas. And last night I was uh, talking to Tony, uh, former intern, been on the show a few times, huge Dark Souls fan. He's and he was talking about this one area, the uh, uh, <clears throat> the the uh, <clears throat> <laughs> and you can't the Lost Bastille. Oh. oh, Lost Bastille, yeah. Um, yes. And he was That's like, where I'm there, stuck there right are these now. guys <laughs> with these swords, and there's like shitloads of them, and they kill me every time. And I'm like, no, you just have to, you just have to lead them to this area, and they're just gonna walk off the cliff like lemmings. And he's like, I don't really understand where that is. And so I drew him a map of the whole area in. MS Paint. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. With like, how much time did you spend? It, it, it was only like two minutes, okay, and like it right. was like it. Uh, you know, it's just that it's, has to be like the cover. Sorry, I'm just this, even blown away podcast. that MS Paint still exists. Yes, it does. <laughs> it was when it was Windows Seven MS Paint, so it was like a little nicer MS Paint. Okay. And like, I it was a good map, a fucking good map, just because like I had it all served hmm. to memory. But anyways, sorry. Where, where is this point that you you lead them to? Well, okay, so it's hard to I'm actually curious, describe. I'm stuck in this area so, as well. Um, which? Okay, well, I don't want to spoil it. But no, no the, just go for it. Okay, from which bonfire are you at? So I I have both bonfires. You have the first two bonfires of Lost Bastille. Okay, so from either bonfire, really, you go. You know, have you gotten to the boss? Yeah, you've gotten to the bosses. Yeah, yeah. For that area, so basically, there's like a a bridge that leads up to uh, kind of like a square that has a bridge that leads into the the building where the boss is, right? 
And you go, you oh, go sure. in, yeah. you go in there, and there are all those guys with the swords, right? Right. There's tons of them. So you go in there and just kind of bait them a little bit, and then you run out. You go across the bridge, and then where that square area is, right. there's like a there's like a break in the wall, okay, where you can just run off to jump back to go back towards the bonfire. That's right. right. And so you you go, you basically get back on that bridge, and then hug the wall. And they'll come at you, and they'll go right up to the wall, the broken wall that you just walked off of. Okay. And then they'll, like, move an inch or so to try and get to you, but, like, their velocity is such that they can't stop themselves. Okay. So they just run off one after the other. Mm. Bring, bring, bring. But when a- you go off that wall, you don't fall off the cliff. No, because you land on the bridge. They just keep going. Oh, okay. Like, it's it's so a the weird AI like is pathing. Just kind of bizarre. Yeah, it's a weird thing. But We're does like, that make you happy? I mean, this is obviously a defect with does. the AI, and then this game is all about like tough enemies and really no. You know, this the thing about the, this is what like Dark Souls is about surviving mm-hmm. at any in any at way any you cost, can. Yeah, yeah, at any cost. <laughs> and <laughs> if you can find a way to exploit it, then I think it's like up for grabs. You yeah, know? it is. Yeah. yeah, like a lot of people, they're like you know purists and like I don't use a guide. And, I don't use co-op. And, yeah, no you know, co-op. Like, who would do co-op? Like, but you gotta, gotta win. Like, you gotta mm-hmm. win. You right. gotta play to win, baby. That's right. And so I use any weapon available. And like I'm all up in the Reddit thread or the uh, the Reddit subreddit for Dark Souls Two, learning anything I can to get me the upper hand. Right. Um, but as we were saying, good things and bad things about Dark Souls Two. You were saying your character felt a little loosey-goosey. Yeah. I think that's because there's a new stat in Dark Souls 2 called Agility, um, which, and this is kind of up in the air at the moment, but it kind of determines a few things about how your character ha- character handles and like how fast they use items and stuff like that. And I think it's because maybe your ADP, which governs agility, right. is maybe it's low. Adaptability is low. Do you know, do you, what are your stats right now? Well, I mean, this, the, my initial thought on that, I felt that way as soon as I started the game. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, you know, I was playing Deprived. I had all six. Every, all my stats were at six. That was just my in, in most immediate notion. But to be honest, like now, I think it's just a matter of getting used to it. Yeah. Um, one thing that I really like is as an improvement is the jump system. Oh, yes, totally. Pressing L3. Yeah. You know, you can You can switch between... Uh, because, like, in Dark Souls 1, you run and jump were the same button. So you had to run, let go then, of X, and then hit X That was always jump. tricky. Yeah, I found it that. It was very tough, tricky. Yeah. But now you can just run and hit the L3 button, and it jumps. Yeah, which is great. easy to duplicate. Yeah, yeah. so that's, that's like... a big improvement. That's an example of a really easy improvement. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are some questionable things. Like, so now enemies despawn after you kill them 15 times oh yeah is it 15 i've been hearing 10 12 15 well, i think it's 15 it could i heard 10 first and then people have been saying 12 Maybe, and then this yeah. is the first yeah. time i've been hearing somebody say 15 really yeah. I, i've seen 15 several places so but okay. from you guys what is this good or bad or mm, it's hard to say you know what but uh, but like, you know what, what you can get around that you can get around it by using an item that respawns the enemies but they respawn at like new game plus levels which is like, super powerful yeah the thing is, and this was kind of like... Uh, but wait, I, why Why would you not want them to just stay dead? To make it easier for you to get to the next To sometimes you want to get items. 
sometimes okay. they the have farming items that you for the want. souls and stuff like that. Yeah, the souls not so much, but mm. items. Yes. Yes. Oh. There's one specific thing that I did not see this coming, but in practice, it seems like a pretty. I, I wouldn't say it's a problem, but it's like a very like big point of stress is that so to become human in this game, um, you use an item called a human effigy. You don't have to be at a bonfire or anything. You just use it whenever you mm-hmm. want, and you go from hollow like a zombie yeah. to human. And they're pretty. I wouldn't say they're like rare, but they're they're not in large supply. Mm. Um, and there are some enemies that drop these. These dogs um, will drop right. uh, human effigies. And um, the fact that you can't just go there and farm for a bit to get more makes them seem a lot more precious. Mm. So you're very hesitant. Uh, me personally, mm. anyways, is very hesitant to use the items that he has or that I have. Mm. Uh, so right. like that's kind of one maybe intended, but for one, me maybe unintended. Speaking of of the human effigy thing and going human, yeah. Uh, one thing that I noticed, and this I I heard that this is actually kind of a bug, or or something that the, the developers didn't intend. Right. Is that when you do co-op just after you've because uh, you know when you when you co-op with people, your health goes back to maximum, right? Right, slowly over time. So with co, but, I I know what you're talking about. I just want to clarify one little thing. When you're doing co-op, don't you have to be human first? Well, I was no. going to ask that. No, you if don't. it's harder to become human, how can you? You you if you are the leader, then you have to be human. I see. But if you throw down your summoning sign, and oh. somebody summons you into their world, and then you help them complete a goal. Right. Your health increases, right? Yeah. So each time you die in this game, in contrast to Dark Souls 1, your health decreases yes. to a, a max of a minimum of half. This is bringing it back to uh, Demon Souls where like if you died, you lost some of your max health. Right. But and and if you do co-op, you help you kind of regain that. But one thing is when you get it to maximum, uh I've noticed that you get turned back to human as well ah. and uh oh. some people were asking the devs about this right and they were like wait what yeah <laughs> wait, 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 wait. that's not what we, we intended so and and they haven't what well, they patched it the game right already 1.02 but i don't think that's what they fixed right they didn't fix anything regarding that but that's a that's kind of a big deal yeah it is and i think it's kind of i didn't know that <laughs> i think I it's kind of great it because like if you die and you lose your humanity it's like oh i guess i should just go help somebody out it's kind of like a karma system yeah mm. i like I that i feel like they should leave that in I think they should too. And like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) this is another thing about Dark Souls, especially when you're playing it for the first time, like every little bit of info Mm. makes me want to go back and try it almost immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, One thing that I'm doing now um, is, so I've played through a considerable amount of the game. um, But what I'm doing is every night I download an episode of Epic Name Bros walkthrough onto my phone and watch it on the way home because like, he he's not where I am, so none of it is spoilers to me. Yeah, but like I can go back and see like, oh, how did I fucking miss that item? And then like I go back and I get it, and it's oh, nice and, because and it's, now it's easy to. It's go like back. it's like a personal review. Like, oh man, I fucking missed that. How did I do this? Oh wow, he killed that boss way easier than I did. Blah, yeah, blah, he blah, always blah. has all these little tidbits because he's you know working on the guides. Yeah, or he worked on the guide. Yeah, right. But um, let's see, other things that have changed. Uh, so it's bigger. How does it's, it look? It's way does it bigger. Look, does it look much nicer? Or 
Okay. So, <laughs> in, ter- in terms of the videos I've seen online, it are doesn't... Are we going to get into this? <laughs> well, I think we should. I think it's, you know, it's one of those things where, okay, so for people who don't know what we're talking about, uh, basically the internet is up in arms mm. because the final version, final game does not look anything like what was first shown. I mean, really up, in, up until maybe like this last year's TGS, the game looked considerably different in terms of just graphic fidelity. Did you play it at it TGS? Does. I did not. Did you see it at TGS? No, actually, wait, I did see it at TGS. Did it look good? It did look good. But the only area that was available to me was the Huntsman's Cor- Copes. Okay, right. Which, that was what was also in the uh, beta, right? That was also, that was ba- it was basically the beta is what I played. Because um, that didn't look any better. Yeah, it didn't look better or worse, but it's all dark. Right. Right. Um, it wasn't like these other places where it looked phenomenal. Like mm. uh, the le- so, what people are complaining about is the lighting engine seems to be completely different from what it was. Like the textures are nowhere near as good. Right. Like the models are a lot less complex. Yeah. Um. You you can see the comparison shots online and like there's okay, t- but now you're comparing it to okay the demos. But how does it compare to Dark Souls One? Is also um, my question. It's like a marginal marginal upgrade. Yeah, mm. yeah. The thing is, is that um, it depends on what you want, right? Mm. Um, in Dark Souls One, they, there were places with really good frame rates, but then there were places with like unplayable frame rates. Mm. Like, uh, uh, um, oh god, I forgot the name again. God damn it! I was gonna tell. I told myself I wasn't gonna forget the name of. The fucking place that had like a ten frame. Why? And you just made me forget because of it. It's all your <laughs> people, fault. People at home are like, "Fuck you!" It's the <laughs> yeah. It's the blight town. Blight yes, town. Okay. Thank blight god. town. Oh my god. Uh, that's that's just gonna kill me every time. Yeah. The thing is, okay, like like I said last time, nobody play, nobody goes to blight town, right? Unless it's your first time. Nobody wants to go to blight town. Exactly. Anyway. So, anyways, uh, there's no places, and and so far in Dark Souls two, like the frame rate is never great. I mean, it is, like, in very narrow hallways sometimes. It gets a little bit bad in co-op, too, right. sometimes. But it's never it's never really bad. So is the PC version going to be the one to play? I think it is. Yeah. But that that's the other thing where it's, like, the, you know, the jury's still out because Namco is playing a little coy with showing people the PC version. They say, like, the Steam screenshots are the PC version, but there's nothing in there that is really, mm. like, you know... It's outside environments. There's no real good comparison. Yeah. And I mean, even if it doesn't turn out, you know, somebody will come in like Durante and I and, hope so. <laughs> like redo the whole thing. Yeah. That's the, the, the beauty of PC is that people can just come in and fix it themselves, it which is yeah. fine. But mm-hmm. like, so there are two sides of the story. There are people who are like really pissed off about it. And then there are other people who is like, just play the game man. it's good, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. And like, I totally see both sides of the story. Right. Yeah. Like, it it was a bait and switch, and I think people should be angry about that. Mm. But the game is fucking good. It is really good. So <laughs> come on, yeah. yeah. It's like I, I don't I don't I don't want to tell those people to not complain. Yeah. I think they should. I think they should too. And I'm they, totally on their side. But right. I'm, it's not gonna kill my enjoyment of this exactly amazing game. It was an initial like oh right, but right like <laughs> I'm there's some. God, you know Johnny, what? I, I never, wish I, I wish I could talk to you on air about about. The Black Gulch in the gutter and uh, what, well, what they did to Huntsman's Copes. Have you been there yet? No, I'm not even. So, oh, like, linearly. I want to spoil it. It's so good. Just, just go for it. No, I just, uh, like, when you get there, I want you to be surprised because it's different from the demo. Uh, you know I don't care about these I things. know, but, like, <laughs> I know you don't, but I, it's just like a, because, no, 
I'm not okay. gonna spoil it because right. it's it's part of the gameplay. And, All right. Um, Fair enough. And like the beginning area, things betwixt. First of all, great name for an area. Yeah, things. Yeah, betwixt. such a great name. Um, and uh, yeah, that's another thing. Localization is really top notch. It is. It's like time. marked improvements. Like I really want to know who did it. I think I have an idea. I think I have an idea of the guy who did it, but I don't a, know. A guy? I think it was. Uh, well, yeah. Not a team. No. Well, I'm sure there was a team, but I think okay. there, there was probably a main editor. Oh, okay. Who you know, a translator. As, as per Milky's suggestion, it's missing the you so best. Yeah, you so uh, best is great, but like <laughs> I, you know what? Uh, uh, you defeated Jeff, is gone. Yeah, you defeated. <laughs> they 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 officially made it uh, uh, victory achieved, right. which is mm. the worst. Mm. Um, but I like uh, Jeff Green. Apparently, he uses thanks Obama <laughs> uh, when he dies, which is amazing. when you die. Yeah. Right. <laughs> So, um, uh, Johnny, what kind of uh, character are you making right now? So I have actually, I have two characters. Um, One is a dex build um, focused on adaptability as well. Okay. Um, So I want to make that character move as fast as I possibly can. And then I also have like, my secondary character is a strength build. And so I want to have that character be as like do as much damage as possible. I recommend that you find the great or large club as soon as possible with the strength for the strength guy. Yes. Yeah. I've, I've seen people war like kind of in my world with yeah. that, that club. It's the same one from, from blight town in, in dark souls one, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. It's exactly the same, but the move list, giant the, club. The, the moves are a little different. The okay. uh, dual, uh, dual handed R2 is like this okay. straight up and down, like club bash. That is, Basic, that's, a, that's a great move. It's the basically it knocks this, the enemies down to the floor. Exactly, but after that you can do like this. I don't know. It's like a like a spinaroonie, a spinaroonie <laughs> sort of thing, and it hits like four or five times and does incredible damage. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, what play? What, what are you carrying? I'm a I'm a strength build. I like just like fucking. Well, doing I remember doing kills. big damage. I mean, yeah. on the Dark Souls podcast, you, when you guys were talking about Dark Souls Two, that you were saying how the devs. They were they were suggesting that magic users would be good right. to use, or that, se- or that they like playing. And magic it seems users. like from what's coming out, just like I mean, it's going to be several months before the dust is settled and people know really know what's good mm. and what's not. Um, but it sounds like a combination dex uh, magic build is probably pretty good. There was mm. some stuff that came out today that there's this new upgrade type called mundane. Um, it's, uh, like oh, basically right. in the game, yeah. you can, you can take weapons and apply special properties to them to kind of augment like them a little fire, fire magic, it's lightning. And mundane what, is one of them. Mundane is one of them. And what mundane does is it applies a, uh, a damage multiplier, um, based on your lowest stat. Hmm. So like. You know, you can have like forty strength and take the strength weapon and weapon and turn it into a. You can turn it into a mundane version of it, and it'll only be like you know as strong as like your int, which is like five. You know, mm-hmm. um, but um, it can you can apply it to things like crossbows, which don't scale at all mm. ever. Okay, so it improve it. So it could take a like fifty damage crossbow and turn it into a almost three hundred damage crossbow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's that's kind of cool. Yeah, and like crossbows are like you know you can shoot from far away, instant damage. Mm. Yeah, it sounds like it could be pretty broken, but pretty, like it could be scary for PvP. Yeah, but if you're a dex build, that's probably pretty sure, good for you. Sure. Speaking of PvP, have you guys taken part in that yet? A or? little bit. So have you? Have any? Has anyone invaded your game? No, 
Yeah. I haven't had a single invader in my game yet. I, have, I, have, have, I have had it twice. And they're, they were both in the designated PvP areas. One was... So there's a new covenant. I haven't got that far There's yet, a new covenant in this game. Um, people are calling them the Brodents. The Brodents are rat bros. <laughs> yes, because there's a, like a rat covenant where... This is a really cool mechanic, actually. Um, there's this area that's just full of rats and traps. And if you join the Rat Covenant, you basically become like Lord of the Rats. And if anybody in any other game comes into that area and starts killing rats, they instantly get warped to your your like rat area, and <laughs> um, you kill them. Basically, you have and, to fight them. Right, you have to fight them. And like the the special thing about that area is that there are traps you can set up all over the place. So like you can have you can lead people around and have them like walk through acid and destroy all their armor mm. and do all sorts of things. Like they're oh, so they're nice. basically invited into your like spider web where you can just fuck mm. with them until they die. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. And then there's this other, the 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 uh, Belfry Tower. Uh, I believe I have that right. Um, doo, 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 doo. Yeah, Belfry Luna actually, um, and okay. it, it's like a free for all. Just PvP arena death. kind of thing. Yeah, it's okay. it's ridiculous. I walked in there and like there's this little midget dude who's sitting on a like there's just dead midgets all over the place. Wait, why why midgets? I I, <laughs> I don't know, but they're all midgets. They're dead midgets all over the place. Like there's a, a so literally Dark Souls midget. is not a kind world. Literally for hashtag <laughs> dead midgets. Literally a pile of dead midgets right when you walk in. <laughs> And there's this the midget we, who's qu- clearly gone insane. Jesse, we call them dwarves. They're, they're oh. called little people. <laughs> sure, dwarves. <laughs> little, no, what? Yeah. What's the PC little thing? People. I think it's, it's little people. Halflings. No, little, I think I think little that, people. That's, that's little people is the correct. Like, doesn't that sound politically like correct? A little belittling. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it's little people. Okay, well, little people. There's a lot of dead little people, okay. uh, and there's this one. <laughs> One insane little person, if you talk to him, basically it starts, I think this is what happens, it basically starts, you know, a free-for-all on your ass. He like okay. He's like, oh, you want to join the club? And you're like, I don't know. And he's like, well, if you join, you're going to die. <laughs> you're going to get killed. And I'm just like, whatever, I'm not joining. And like the minute I stop the conversation with him, like on the bottom of the screen is like blah 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 has invaded your world blah 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 has invaded your world blah 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 has invaded your world and like all these guys are coming and I'm like oh my god what is going on and it's just like all these players are coming for me wow <laughs> and I'm just like and like I I'm terrible at PvP so I like try to wa- I try to but run how is away that fair if it's like a whole shitload of guys you're supposed to survive the key to that area is getting to the top and ringing this uh this bell mm. the bell free yeah if Hence you, the bell free right like I I'm not sure how it works cuz obviously um I never made it while I was being PvP'd. I made it when there was no... Like, I played it at, like, 11 o'clock last night and nobody was invading me, so... <laughs> I, I made it to the boss at that point. But, um, yeah, they they guard that bell. The bell gives you access to the boss. Okay. Um, so, basically, they're trying to stop you from doing that. I see. That's cool. Yeah. Those are the two, like, main cool, like, PvP areas of the game. Um, So... Uh, not try, sorry to switch topics, but what's your strategy, or what was your strategy starting from the beginning of the game? Like, oh. just because I think that the path that I'm taking and the path that you're taking 
and the path that Brendan is taking, for example, right. are totally different. Well, one thing is like uh, the beginning of the game, unlike Dark Souls, where there was clearly one way to go, um, there are at least three or three, three different ways you can go. Um, I basically went, I think there's the standard way, which is through the, the forest of fallen giants. And yeah. then I went there and I beat the two bosses that are there. Um, but instead of warping myself to the, um, the, uh, <clears throat> I'm just never going to remember the names, the Las Bastille, I went the other way and then I, you know, I cleared out the Hyde's Tower, Hyde's Tower and No Man's Wharf. Okay. Um, which No Man's Wharf is one of my favorite areas. Okay. It's so cool. It's like, it's like totally Goonies. Oh, nice. There's a, there's a pirate ship and everything. Sloth? No sloth, no. but I like. I honestly felt like shouting, "Hey, you guys!" <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's there's like this game is full of really cool areas. I was really worried that this was just gonna be like this bland thing, mm. but not at well, all. Well, I mean, the step. The, well, speaking the, of like character, is there like an equivalent of Solaire in the game so far? Like a praise the sun kind of thing? Not or? yet. I mean, there's plenty of characters that are. There's parallels you can see, like the the whole. Um, there's a cat that talks. Yeah, they're like just like Alvina. <laughs> yeah. In the first one, there's the crestfallen guy who's just like the crestfallen guy right. in the first one. Um, um about uh, about that though, like there is there isn't a lot of carryover from Dark and Demon Souls. Like I have yet to fight a dragon on a bridge. Sure. Um not yet, but not you yet. know, I think that's probably later on. Maybe, maybe. So this is Dranglaic, right? Yeah, Dranglaic. You know. That's another it's just like I think they they you know what I what I always say about Dark Souls is that it's like a redo of Demon Souls. I think this is like it's definitely a new game through and through. There isn't any of like the there isn't a lot of like redone uh, Dark Souls stuff. And when they do redo stuff, it's actually right, like, right. Oh, there's some oh, really great there's some really cool callbacks. Yes, mm. that's I don't yeah I don't want to say I don't want to spoil that yeah but. Yes. Yeah. Good. Ooh, Fun game. the anticipation. I know. <laughs> but see, like, if I were to say it, Mark and John would kill me. Um, but John, they're, they're, they're not listening right now. It, it yes, doesn't matter. Right. They, they stopped listening <laughs> 20 minutes ago. Right. Um, but, yeah, we're, we're getting a little long on Dark Souls talk. I mean, we could talk forever about it. But I could talk forever. Uh, yeah. Basically, I just, you know, I, I went for a strength weapon as soon as I could. Um, I was sure. using, a, like, a, a battle axe for a while. Yeah. And then I found my club, and now I've just been clubbing it up. Yeah. One thing that I've been doing is I've been keeping my level, soul level, really low. Right. And doing a lot of co-op and basically buying all the armor, all the really? weapons, all the equipment. Are you reading all the lore? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm reading whatever descriptions uh, the items have. So what's your, what's your take on, just in general, is Drenglaic lore drawn thousands of year late, years later or is it another country thousands of years later um it's really tough to say mm. yeah i mean the, uh, yeah there are cl- all the names are so different but right. then i i can see like there's there's so much like similarity yeah and i mean thousands of years have passed supposedly since right. the first dark souls so you know the names could have morphed and changed morphed with the and ages. changed people forgot them and then the whole like situation with with time in the whole Dark Souls universe mm-hmm. is really bizarre. So who knows? Yes. There's you know? a lot of there are a lot of clues. Right. Lots a of lot hints. of clues and hints that 
But you definitely think there's a connection between the two. Oh, there's definitely. You don't think it's just like a new. We know there's a connection. Yeah, there there is a definite connection. Yeah, Um, it's just a matter of how direct. Yes. Right. So, um, yeah, I guess that's about it for Dark Souls 2. So, a thumbs up? Dude, two hundred thumbs, thumbs up. <laughs> and I, like, we'll talk about this again when John and Mark get back. But they better fucking play the game, cause yeah, cause I yeah, it's it's just unfortunate that yeah. they uh, aren't here. I really want to talk about them. why. Yeah. Why do they have to be at GDC? Like, I, well, they're having they're fucking having fun. Did you? Have, okay, time out. Have you guys seen like uh, Twitter is unbearable right now? Everybody well, yeah. I know in the industry is at GDC. We were, Every yeah. other tweet is like. Guys, it's like oh, guys. See, I'm at the, we're, we're meeting up at this bar right now. Okay. Yeah. 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 What, what, what lounge? Oh yeah. Oh, we're having so much fun, huh? The thing about GDC is that like I see everyone and no one at the same time. <laughs> what? That was Patrick Klebeck. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but it's just like uh, it's so unbearable every year being here in Tokyo by myself, and it's just me and Masa and uh, uh, one of the our Japanese guys. Uh, here in the office, just kind of hanging out. Hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want to go to lunch? I uh, gotta go do some shopping today. Well, I do remember that last week when we were in at Bit Summit. Yes, there was some envy coming from the West in terms oh, of like yeah. a lot of people wishing they were in Kyoto because you know it we, we were like tweeting fun. out, we were having a lot of fun there. So I mean, fair game. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, but, I, but it does suck. It's, it's, <laughs> Bit Summit is like okay, but GDC is like so much cool. And like, we'll talk about it a little later. The Sony mm. stuff, but uh, let's just talk briefly about. Um, let's see, Luftrausers. Luftrausers. Yes. Yeah. It's a fine yeah. game for this. Uh, it's a fine game. Fine. That's a, a good game. Yeah. Mm, that's this uh, flying game for. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's his flying. Yeah. Uh, it's a Vita. And uh, Vita, Presta- PlayStation. Der, der Vita, Der Vita, and the yeah, we're probably going to anger all oh of Germany. Oh my god, <laughs> no, so much Europe hate right yes. now. Sorry, Europe. Yeah, so it, it came out today. Uh, PS3 Vita cross yes. by, yes, uh, which I I bought it and then I brought it, brought my Vita yes. over so and you I, could I also to, try. I got to play it before the podcast, and I fucking love it. it it's it's fun as fuck. I, I do not say. Uh, like. I'm going to preface this with I do not like. Like space flying games, I do not like any of that stuff. Mm. Just it just never clicked with me. And like whenever I see footage of this and Galaxy, like sorry Jake, but those games never clicked with me. And like I see people playing them, and it looks cool, but I'm like I probably will never be able to do that. Mm. Like, have you played Galaxy? Have you tried? I actually have not played. It's been Mm. in the office several times. Cool, but I haven't been able to play it. It's pretty cool. I know. But, like, so after playing Love Browsers for, like, five minutes, mm. not even five minutes, I got it in, like, within a minute. And, like, I was doing all sorts of cool shit. The game is, like, so fun to play. And now, like, I... Yeah, so the cool thing is that basically I'm, you have velocity and you're flying and you're controlling. And it, so it's not directly, like, you know, where you're pointing, you're right. automatically going. And, and the cool thing is, is that when you stop, you know, thrusting forward... Yes. Basically, you you go in a stall. Yes. And that is actually really fun because then, like, I was, like, flying around, going in a stall, kind of going down. Then all of a sudden, the the other planes were flying in front of me. And then you start shooting. So you can kind of maneuver that way. And the other thing with this game is that when you don't shoot, that's when you're healing. So you're constantly kind of doing, you know, moving and stopping and kind of dropping down. I've I've also only played a little bit. But, yeah, the game just makes you feel like a total badass. (laughs) It does. It does. Like... Yeah, I don't know. Like you know, you don't even have to really be good at it, but just 
You're flying around, you're flipping yeah. and spiraling yeah, and yeah. shooting your fucking... Why did you have a laser, by the way? Oh, well, see, <laughs> that's another thing. Like, they have addictive hooks. So, ah. basically, you can start upgrading when you, yeah. you know, as, as, you, as you level up your, your game. So, the first thing that I upgraded was I got this laser thing. So, yeah, before that, you don't, you don't have a laser that's pointing Is everywhere. You're just shooting. No, you choose. Oh, okay. So, I had unlocked, I think, three levels of weapons. Or not weapons, but, like, one was that this laser thing. The other one was... I could have like a faster plane, yeah. but it means that when I'm turning, it's harder or like it, it affects the angle. So basically, right. there's like you get something, you lose something I see. when you upgrade. But that's cool too. So basically, as as you're playing, you're unlocking new things and and and, and upgrading your planes. So. The animation's really sharp. Like everything about that game is like stylistic and yeah. cool and yeah, n- nice color palette. Wait, so why is it named this like German? I think you're name? fighting Nazis. Well, in, I mean, it looks like way. a sort of World War Two. Okay, yeah. okay, it's, so it's it, not like space. No. Okay. It's World War Two, but you've got laser beams. <laughs> All right. Yes. All right. As as sometimes happens. It it's developed with Nazi technology, I'm yeah. sure, right? <laughs> it's developed with Nazi technology. The game itself is also Nazis. Right. And when I was playing, like, you know, the color palette is sort of just... Sepia. Sepia. But I, I went to the settings, and then, like... There was a color option, but really? I had no other option. So maybe that's something you can unlock oh, okay, later cool. and, and different. Maybe you can do black and white, Game Boy, Virtual yeah. Boy. So and but it's so it's set in the real world, more or less. Like not I don't in know space. Anything about the story? Like the setting. I mean, is there a story? I don't like. Not really. Not so far. Not that I've yeah. seen. So it's just that basically you're on the sea, there's ships, like battleships, and okay. then you're flying and there's other jets and planes. Yeah. Got it. Oh, okay. I forgot to describe what the game was. Right, right. I was like, wait a minute, there's things and moving yeah. and See, this and is lasers, what happened but... when Mark's not around. I jump ex- like directly to how fun I'm having. How, this how is fun. a World War II uh, very, dog much shooting game. <laughs> I'm glad you qualified that. Dogfight game. Um, okay, so it's like a dogfight game, <laughs> yeah. World War II style. Yeah. yeah. And like the control scheme, what, what is that? Uh, up is thrust, and then everything else turns you around, and then you shoot. So, okay, so you so can it, only. I mean, it reminded dual, me a little bit of Galaxy. It's not a dual when, stick kind of. No, no. Okay, not at all. Okay, so it's it's kind of similar to to Jake's. Yeah, game. it looks it looks and in, in terms it, of controls and like when you watch it, it it is very they're very similar in the way that the ship moves and all that stuff. Okay, it's, it's really cool. Okay. It's really cool. Yeah. So you've also been playing Awesome Knots Assemble. Awesome Knots Assemble. MOBA. Awesome Knots is Mm. a 2D MOBA. Um, And for those who don't know what a MOBA is, MOBA is like Dota 2, League of Legends. Um, Basically, two teams fight against each other in kind of like a... Resources control. Resources control. Trying to kill the other other team's base. Yeah. Think StarCraft Mm. and an action game. Yeah. So this, I mean, it originally came out on PC, what, like a year ago, two years ago? It came ago? out on PS3, too, um, uh, like about over a year yeah, ago. And yeah, and so they just released a PS4 version, which is right. now called Awesome Knots Assemble. Assemble! So I don't really know what the differences are between the two versions. I don't okay. know if they added a lot ah, of stuff. I was hoping that you would know, because... Unfortunately, I'm I've sorry. only played the first one. Okay. So, I've but played the new you're, one. you're liking it, though. I'm really enjoying it. I mean, is I... Is this your first MOBA? It's my second. Oh. My first was uh, <laughs> Guardians of Middle Earth. Oh, right. <laughs> I know that you played that. Yes. Yeah. Um, he yeah, was so into it. Yeah, not, I, not the best entry to the genre. Well, I the problem so. with Guardians of Middle Earth was that I could never find anybody to play with. Yeah. I was always connecting, and <laughs> yeah, it was just giving me all AI. Just complete shit. Yeah. And, and so I was just always playing with I, myself. <laughs> have, you not, have you not tried Dota 2 yet? Well, see, that's the thing, because, I mean, I really, really liked, uh, you know, Guardians. It was mm-hmm. good fun, and then I'm really enjoying Awesome Not So... 
that means I kind of like playing MOBAs, right? Yes. But I'm intimidated by just the whole Dota 2 lol. Well, Dota 2 of... has a little single player section that you can play at least to start out with. Yeah. And you can play against bots, which I totally advise. Yeah. Um, but so Awesome Knots 2, the 2D version. Because even Awesome Knots, like at first, there's a good practice mode. So I was, you know, I played that a bunch to kind of get used to that. And then I started yeah. playing online and, and it got better. But see, like, so, you know, our friend Esteban. Yes. So Esteban. He, he plays he plays Dota 2 a lot. Yes, he like, does. Like a lot, a lot. And, and he was talking about that with him last week. And he was like, yeah, because I was saying, you know, I'm intimidated and like people kind of shouting at me because probably I don't do the right moves and shit. Yeah. And he was like, fucking John Snow. Yeah, fucking John Snow. And then he, Snow. And he's like, yeah, they do that. And it's like, well, yeah. you just ignore them. Like they do that even to him. And he's, he's when playing. You're, when you're in the beginner area, pe- most people don't know what they're doing or they're like Russian. So you don't even know what they're saying anyways. <laughs> You'll be all right. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I, it's addictive to play. I find I just it, it's a mode of play. I I, I just get into. Are it. Are you playing online? With yeah, this one? yeah, yeah. Are you winning? What's your win series? I have not won yet online. Okay, I have won all my practice modes, but I haven't played. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't won when I was but, playing online. But I'm still like unlocking new characters and and okay. So so is it the same thing? Like there's like two like generators, yep. one on each side, and yep. you've basically got to destroy their yep. generator yeah. to win. And you've got you know four sort of and you can level you up and you can get abilities. And I mean the other items. thing, the other reason that I you know a game for me like Awesome Knots and then and Guardians is because I'm not a PC gamer. Yes. So yeah. I like to play console games, and so these are the games that I can play on console. Right. So that's the other thing um, that kind of keeps me away from, I think, Dota 2 and, and LoL. But you should try it. Although Hearthstone, man. Yeah, Hearthstone. That's a game that's out now, officially. Yes, yes. Oh, and is it? Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah it I officially, played the... It, the official release happened a week ago. I okay, think so, yes. I, I played like the open beta, which was like a couple weeks ago. I, yeah. I was in the closed beta. Aren't you cool? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, like I was that. too. I was oh, really? Okay. Uh, and I only played through like the tutorial. I played through the tutorial area and then I started to play s- single player against the like a regular CPU mm. and I just got destroyed every fucking time. I'm terrible at that game. At Hearthstone? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. It's fun though. It's fun. Yeah, I, and, I mean, I, I don't win all the time, but I right. mean, yeah, I've been going online and playing and, time, and you win some, you lose some because it, it does kind of try to give you Do you, you play a, online mostly or? Yeah, no, I'm just playing online. Oh, okay. I just, well, yeah, I play online either just the regular mode, right. which is just facing off with somebody and you're trying to kind of raise your levels or the other, what's it called? The, um, the limited version where you basically you go in. Uh, what's it called? The um, the mode where you're basically you're, you're drafting cards at the beginning and that's your deck. Oh, I, And then you have to try to. Basically, when you lose three times, you're out. Uh, but I'm forgetting what it's called. I have no idea. But anyway, that's fun, Me too. neither. That's yeah. really fun. I play with GPD online. Oh, okay, cool. That's good fun. I'm waiting for that to come out on the iPad, which apparently is really soon. They, I saw a news item that said soon. Uh, that Blizzard has said <laughs> that soon. Game is, that game is perfect. <laughs> Blizzard is famous for saying I know. soon. And right. it will be playable they at PAX They have soon East. trademarked, I think. Yeah. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of soon, is are you guys going to be into Diablo 3 at all? The, I, the new expansion and everything? Well, I have been, I'm waiting for the PS4 version to come out. Oh. As soon as that comes out. Right. I'm I, I mean, I played a, a shit ton of Diablo yes. 3 on PC, well, Mac. And uh, are, you, are you interested at all? Or I just got, I got burnt out. Right. I played until whatever the last uh, difficulty of that game was. Because the new patch apparently is really great. Right. Well, what, what's the what's so great about it? I don't Basically, understand. Basically, well, it removes they, they, the um, well, yeah, well, the, the, the auction, auction house. house has been, but they retooled all the loot so you actually mm. get things you need now. Like, okay. You're not getting like warrior junk. 
yeah okay weapons when you're a fucking wizard or something i mean that's that's cool and everything but i've i've played that game like to death yeah i just yeah all right well okay i mean going back to like diablo 2 like people played that for for years right yes do you think that diablo 3 could be i mean when they finally get pvp fucking settled whatever that's gonna happen the pvp arenas that they announced that's that's what really what makes games last forever like dark souls Mm -hmm. the first one that's what made people continue to play that game is the right. PvP. Not like it was even good. It mm. was just fun. I thought it was pretty good. The, well, the connection was just yeah. the connection system was. Bad. And Towerfall, Towerfall. Oh yeah. Towerfall Sorry, Ascension. before we get to the uh, news, Towerfall Ascension. Just so quick. that was released on PS4 last week, and that's uh, so I, I was really excited to get that. Unfortunately, yeah. I only have one controller, <laughs> so I haven't been able to play versus. But yes. but this version of the game. Uh, they've added a quest mode. Yes. So it's a mode that you can play either one person or co-op. Uh, basically, you're kind of going through screens trying to kill guys, dudes. Right. It's really fun, really fun, really addictive. There's uh, challenge modes as well. Is it um, online at all? No. Oh. It's not online. It's if just you're wondering why, right? Yeah. yeah. And if you're wondering why it's not online, there's a great article on Polygon. I don't buy can... it. I saw, the, I saw the Polygon article. I don't buy it. Yeah. But whatever, you know, to each his own. I, I like couch multiplayer as much as I mean, as this is guy. the kind of game I want to play couch co-op. I want to play with friends sure. over, and I'm just waiting for the blue controllers to be you in just, stock again. Yeah, so dude, the blue controllers pre- are great. I got blue totally mm. recommended. Yeah. Blue, blue con- why? For a PS4. But I just want to say the other right, thing right. that's great with um, with Towerfall and also great with Awesome Knots for PS4 is because I, I mean I tend to play I try to play some games on my Vita uh, with using remote play right and those games are really really good for remote play because the oh. controls are really simple yeah what sucks basically when you're using remote play is that if it's you're playing a game like a shooter or something and when you're supposed to have extra triggers and then you're supposed to use the back of your Vita or something and it just doesn't work right but these games are pretty simple in terms of the controls you know it's yeah. just jump or it's just hit the buttons and they work great so I've I've been having a lot of fun playing them on my uh, Vita as well well cool so uh, I would take a break but let's just keep this truck rolling and uh, let's talk talk about some news the news news that's just my news thing I don't know whatever that was pretty good thank you that's more like show tunes right news we're going musical territory now let's go get it okay whatever Sony announces Project Morpheus the virtual reality headset coming to PlayStation 4 what do you think I think this is absolutely awesome yeah, I think you need to go into depth on what I mean. I I saw okay, you didn't like re- I I didn't read the articles. I saw the pictures and I saw right. people saying whoa. So I have uh, an article here uh, and I underline the key points. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to nice. Read, them too. read those on your lines. Come yes. on. <clears throat> so one thing that's it's it's for PS4. It's not like a VR headset that also hooks up to PS4. It's for PS4. It's um, made specifically with PS4 in mind. Yes, and it will interact with your your your, your PlayStation camera. Okay. Um, for like I got that. that stuff. Yep, I got yeah. one of those too. With with uh, and the um, with, and, wait, you know, with PlayStation. It's doing move. it. Uh, yeah. It'll work with the PlayStation Move too. Yeah. And, and your regular. Controller. I don't have one of those. You've got a controller though, and that's enough. Right. Um, it'll have a 1080p. Um, it's got uh, wait so so ninety degree head tracking. Okay, so th- is this supposed to be the answer to? No, three hundred sixty degree. Sorry, three hundred sixty degree head tracking, ninety degree field of view. Yeah, sorry. Is You're this right. supposed to be the answer to Oculus Rift? Yes. 
Yes, but the the thing is, it's like it's not an answer to Oculus Rift. They've just been developing this for a long time, right? And it just yeah. so happens that, hmm. yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, but I was wondering, how does it compare to Oculus Rift? And somebody pointed me to uh, Jeff Keighley yes. tweeted something where he said that talking to developers, apparently the fidelity is, is better, is is higher. On, yeah, it on may this. be. I don't know. It, so. It's like he didn't say which version of the mm-hmm. Rift that people. Yeah, no, saw. that's true. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, they've been saying some good things. They're talking about presence, which is something that Valve, when they talk about their VR thing, presence is like basically feeling like you're in that the world. world. Right. Um, and they're really big on that. They're they're pushing like 3D audio as being like a kind of killer app for yeah. VR. Uh, and it's I agree with that. It's kind of a big that. deal, yeah. It is a big deal. And, and one thing Sony is known to do well is audio. Um, and they'll be able to track you, like I said, through the PlayStation camera, which is another thing the Rift, at least in its current state that we have in the office, basically does not do. Um, it rotates, right. but it doesn't know where the mm. fuck you are. Mm, sure. Um, they talk about reducing mo- motion sickness, and um, you know you can use your custom headphones, apparently. Uh, all sorts of things. It looks really cool. Yeah, I saw the images. It looks um, and the other really exciting thing is that slick. Eve Valkyrie yes. is coming out. Yeah, for so it. that surprised a lot of people because yeah. a lot of people thought it was Oculus Rift because exclusive. Because Oculus Rift is publishing it for the right. PC version. But it's just for the PC version. Yeah. Since this is yeah. PlayStation 4, it's the rules are w- What game is this? Eve Valkyrie. So it's it's basically in the world of uh, Eve, Eve Online. Eve Online, okay. And it, it's basically the, the, the game that everybody kind of says, if you're going to try the Oculus Rift, that's the one to right. try, where you're in oh, the ship okay. and you're kind of... Yeah, and I just can't. I cannot wait to try that out. Yeah. Uh, but the reason why they announced it at GDC, they said that they wanted to uh, keep improving the prototype by gathering feedback from developers. So yeah. they announced it at GDC. Yeah, I mean, GDC is becoming a great platform to announce yeah. this kind of stuff. I mean, this is super exciting for a person like I'm, I'm not. Like I was saying, I'm not a PC gamer. No. So I, I was excited when the Oculus Rift. They kind of said maybe they're going to have mobile support right and i was like okay well then i'll get to play with it yeah but this is like i have a ps4 then you know i'm all set now like i wonder like you know it's one of those things where like a lot of people are banking on vr and apparently Mm. at gdc there are a lot of vr helmets Mm. (laughs) but is it really gonna be as big as people think it's going to be i don't see it i think it's a it's a niche and maybe it's a big niche i don't know maybe it's a super cool niche but I don't ever think it's going to be such a big, big thing. I don't know. Like, I just, it's like, it seems really cool, but I think it's one of those things where it's, like, it's almost there, but it's not going to get there for a while. Says you right. and fast forward two years in the future, and we're all right? sitting down. Like, like this, this is the, this is, like, the, the, like, the, the image I have in my head mm-hmm. is, like, one day I'm going to be on the train coming to work instead of everybody looking at their iPhones they're going to have these visors on <laughs> and like everybody's going to be like you know no. staring up like their you know Stevie what? Wonder that will never happen maybe this is Japan man yeah it's too extreme it may be too extreme I don't know I think you know these sorts of things have to become more and more invisible not more mm. and more visible right. it's the same thing with Google Glass it's just too visible yeah have you tried the Rift yet Johnny yeah yeah okay. I played and I played with um what was it? Vite had developed like a, a t- zombie taxi game where you drive <laughs> zombies around, like like crazy taxi, basically. Right. Um, for the crazy Rift. taxi, and uh, that was cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like I just don't. The I, resolution was not great. No, it was not because um, it was not HD. But. It just yeah. does seem that like you know a lot of people are getting so excited about this kind of gameplay though, like VR play right. compared to motion. You know where we weren't getting so excited about. I it could see kind of, we were. 
I could see it like becoming big not because of gaming applications. Like mm. they uh Sony went went out of their way to announce that they're working with NASA. Yeah, yeah. Um to like do this thing where like you can walk on Mars and shit. That sounds I mean, that sounds a, really cool. Mm. That's a great application for that. I think like as a parent, that sounds like something I would Oh, I, I no, I, I figured that it's the new PlayStation Home. Oh my God. <laughs> but dude, like, think about it. You're jacking in the Matrix. You can whip out your great dance moves. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't know. Like, it's one of those no, things. Totally where... like, did you read that book, Enter Player One? Yes. Oh well, I read, I read through, through half of it. One. I, re- I read through like. I mean, half it, of it. it's that. It's that yeah. World. It is. It's... It really is. Um, one thing though, like, having it just for PlayStation Four is a little worrisome, just because those things could be expensive and like. What happens when the PlayStation 5 comes out? Or what if I want to use it on something that's not my PlayStation 4? I don't know. Well, maybe there will be drivers for the PC for it or something. Well, I think the positive way to look at it is that if Sony's pushing it now and Oculus Rift is pushing their system, that means it, it, there's more opportunities for a developer to make a game that supports yeah. VR now. It's not just, okay, it's that's just true. the people who get... So I, I think like even... Maybe if Microsoft gets into it, and you know, later on, what that's about even Microsoft? <laughs> what, what, about are they, Microsoft? <laughs> what are they doing? Yeah, I'm are sure they, they have something in the maybe in the tubes. I hope so. But then again, then 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 there's like you know three, possibly even more VR technologies out there. Uh, yeah. What about no. Nintendo? Bring back the Virtual Boy. They said not wearable, and that's wearable. That's right? true. Yeah. So, or maybe you implant it into your eyes, <laughs> Sean. <laughs> It'll be yeah. like contact lens or yes. something. Like that. Oh, just, man. <laughs> that'd be cool, but... You get a Nintendo transfusion of, yeah. like, Nintendo blood. <laughs> They'll put little nanotubes into your... Nanomachines, and, right. Nanomachines into your blood. You're really writing Yoshi. Yeah, that's right. right. And you just hallucinate it all. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, big news out of GDC. Mr. Koji Igarashi has left Konami to work on his own thing. Yay! Nice. Yes. Good this job, is great. Mr. This is awesome. This is, you Way know, to go, man. I had been waiting for Iga to come out of his cave. Like, <laughs> I'd like, this is when, like, my, my very vivid imagination, like, saw Iga in, like, this basement of Konami's huge building, just, like, working at, like, a computer surrounded by cleaning supplies and just, like, coding on the next Dragon Collection game. Just all by himself, crying. No, he's like in a big warehouse, like the closing shot in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yes, because you know he always wears the hat and the whip. (laughs) (laughs) But it turns out actually he 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 didn't leave because he had it bad at Konami. He Mm -hmm. he actually elected to go work on social games himself. Yeah, there's a great piece on Kotaku. Yes, this is the actually Kotaku provided this interview that I have underlined, Um, and uh, he wanted to work on social games because he thought it would be a good avenue to kind of throw out Mm. some weird, cool new ideas. Fortunately for him, it didn't work out that way, Mm. but um, he left the company basically because he felt the urge. Mm. The urge. The need. (laughs) Uh, all all of his fans wanted him to yeah, come out getting and make, feedback that they want him to make a 2D make a 2D action. game and he was like I should probably do that I'm not getting any younger and there are games mm. that I want to make <clears throat> uh, so I'm just going to do it and now he's going to do it um, what that actually means uh, Kotaku tries to goad him into actually spelling it out they say like are you going to do a Kickstarter they just straight up like yeah. so are you going to do a Kickstarter and he's like that's an option and uh, and then he takes a sip of coffee. Uh, there are many options, <laughs> <laughs> such as venture capital. Well, yeah, whatever. Um, and then uh, they ask him, what kind of game do you want to make? He's like, I want to make games that people like and that I'm good at. So 2D action? 
I haven't decided yet, but maybe 2D said smiling. So of course he's going to be fucking making like the the Igavania <laughs> sure. that we all wanted. Oh, to that play. would be such an awesome name, Igavania. Just call it Igavania. <laughs> Just do it. Just do that. I don't know. Maybe it's going to be mighty mighty number Belmont. But yeah, I'm I'm so excited by this. I mean, I I was even inspired today. I I, I went and I bought Symphony Symphony of the Night. To, Good for to play you. It again on Vita Symphony of the Night's a because I haven't game. played it since. Since it originally came out, I actually played that game in Japanese when it when. Uh, yeah, that's so. so weird. I mean, not to be like have a dissenting opinion mm. here, <laughs> but wh- why do we want these like really talented like classical game creators mm. to be making the same shit that they've been making for years? Because as of I like, mean, sure, they're I'm sure they're really good at making those types of games, right. but I would really love to see these kinds of game creators pushing the envelope in a different direction sure i could see that but okay there are two there are two things one like japanese companies basically put the kibosh kaboosh so they're not allowed to push the envelope where they're at right now well they're not allowed that's the thing is he's on his own now right so he can do whatever the fuck he wants and he's gonna make another 2d game well, I think the, th- the thing is, is that people have been waiting a long time for these things. Like they want, people want it. And maybe he gets the 2D game out there. He gets it out of his system and then he starts pushing the limits. But w- what's important though, overall, is that these guys in Japan, where it is totally alien and weird to quit a company right. and go on your own, mm. to, leave to, your actually, job. to actually do it Mm-mm-mm. and show other guys like, hey, you don't have to fucking make you know, puzzle and dragons with baseball players, you know, you can do this on your own. And it also shows like people coming up, like you don't have to do, you don't have to sit in this fucking office, listen to your fucking Bucho scream (laughs) shit about how like the boobies aren't big enough. Right. You can go fucking do your own shit and, and it'll work. And like, that's, what's important. Like, no, I I definitely agree. That's a huge message. I I would love to see you. Like, I don't know if Iga can make, like a bleeding edge, like crazy game. Like, you know, you see out when he gets outside of Egovania, it's kind of like a, uh, I don't know. <laughs> like there, there were some pretty bad games we put out there in 3d. So, okay. All um, right. But that said, like, you know, my favorite games I, growing up were Castlevania and Mega Man. Yeah. And now that I'm getting a new Mega Man and mm. potentially getting a new Castlevania, mm. me, the 30 year old gamer who's been playing since they were four, is very happy. Right. But think about, you know, your son, for example. Yes. You know, he's growing up not playing like Castlevania and, and Mega Man. He is I mean, playing he's going to play, <laughs> he's going to play, you know, the next iterations that are being made right now right because they're targeted at people like you who played these games when they were a kid true but you know i don't know i just think that's kind of unfortunate i I understand where you're coming from you want these guys who are finally let out of their cage to do something and like i hope i hope someday when like all all those sega guys that i grew up playing like all those guys that made those super creative games like Jet Set Radio and Res and all that, when they finally get their turn to make their Kickstarters or whatever, like they come out and make crazy fucking weird, like out there, just like pushing it indie games that, you know, I know that they have in them, but, you know. And that they're going to be passionate about because right. they have ownership yeah. over right. it. Right. I think the other thing is like, 
but I think these things have to happen before that we get there. You know, like sure. I said, okay, I bought Symphony of the Night, but I usually don't like to play older games. And I've, I've been playing right. games for yeah. all my life, but I usually don't like to play because a lot of these games haven't aged so well. We're used to a certain way of playing games. Totally. And so for me, to have a guy like that take, you know, a game that's sort of like what he did before, but, you know, with modern sort of gameplay design, I'm excited by that. I think that's sure. so fun. And I mean, like for you, even like playing Dark Souls 2, how different did you want it to be from Dark Souls 1? You wanted it to be a little bit better, and a little, but you didn't want anything that's completely different. And, you know, you, you, because there's not a lot of game like Dark Souls. So yeah. you, you just wanted another kind of game in that True. space. And so I, you know, we're big Castlevania fans. I, I Castlevania 3 for me was a Dude. big game. I'm, I'm one of the rare people who actually really likes Castlevania 2. I, I, I like 2 too. Two, two is good. One, one, two, everybody, two, three. What? <laughs> well, two. The thing about two is like everybody because it's like it's I don't one remember of the, two. Actually, it's very lot. Dark Souls in the way that like they don't explain anything, and in fact, they actually go out of their way to tell you the wrong thing, uh, <laughs> which apparently was like a translation error or something. But they like all the townspeople lie to you, and like there's nice. places where you like. I, I don't know how many people who... I'm guessing you haven't played Castlevania 2, Johnny. I know I've there's, played there's it, but a, I don't I remember much. But there's a part of the game where like, really you have to go up to a wall and duck for like a minute. <laughs> and then a tornado takes you away. That sounds really cool. That sounds like Dark Souls. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like going to sit in a nest while a giant crow takes you back to the starting Zelda, area. Zelda 2 and Castlevania 2 are like proto-Dark Souls. Okay. And... I mean, that has nothing to do with Iga. Sure. But uh, Castlevania 2 was also like the proto Symphony of the Night, where it was like a big map. You know, you had to walk to place to place instead of just having it be like levels or whatever. Um, and, but yeah, anyways, so like with all that said, basically, like, I just want another Egovania. Even, okay. I just right. want him to make a game that he's really passionate about. Right. And see what comes out of it. Like if it if it's something that's similar to what he's done in the past. Well, I mean, I think if he's really passionate about, it, and he, I mean, it's going to be good. Yeah, I, and I want him to do a Kickstarter, and I want him to have us help him with the Kickstarter. And then I want <laughs> then this is like I have it all planned out. We'll do the Kickstarter. It'll be a huge success. We'll have uh, 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 what's her name Kojima to do the art again. And then like we did with Mindy Number Nine for our Nenga Joe, we'll have Kojima draw our likenesses on the Nenga Joe, and then I will have a picture of me drawn by the woman who drew all the art for Symphony of the Night. It's good to have dreams. Yes. Yeah. It's always good to <laughs> have dreams. The, I don't care about the game anymore. <laughs> I just want the portrait. Okay. Uh, well, but yeah. Hopefully we'll, hopefully we'll be hearing more from him very soon. Yeah. Nice. Um, also, uh, happened in recent memory, not GDC, but Bit Summit. Um, for people who don't know, Bit Summit is a... Uh, it's a three-day expo uh, that focuses on... Well, for on... the first time this year, three... Yes. Last, last year was just one day, and it wasn't even open to the public. That's right. But uh, this year, yeah, first day was a media day, and then the next two days, public. Right. And it's a trade in show based in Kyoto, which is, is a little different. Usually mm-hmm. it's in Tokyo, but these kind of things are in Tokyo. But it focuses on the Japanese indie game scene. Um, which is super cool. It is super cool. I wasn't able to go. Um, I, had, I had stuff I had to take care of. Um, but you guys went 
for Pecha Kucha. We yeah. guys went. Yeah, yes. we went for our day job, actually. We, yeah, it was kind of a business we, uh, sort of trip. Yeah. It, was, it was really great. I mean, usually what we do with Pecha Kucha is we, we you know, support events. And then yes. at those events, we record presentations that go on, on, on our website. But for this, what we did instead was go kind of on the show floor at the booths and record presentations from devs there. Right, uh, right. Creators. So we got their stories and recorded them, and they're up on our website. Cool. Are they in English? Yeah, actually... All of them in our English. Yeah, I mean, we right. were open to getting some in English Japanese, or Japanese. Yeah. We didn't care, but we just got... Cool, up. so yeah, you, I'll put the link in the show notes. You nice, guys, yeah. Yeah, so we have a Bit Summit channel on our site where all... So Jake Kasdal uh, yes. has a pre- nice presentation talking about Galaxy and stuff. And Right. Yeah, it was really... Uh, oh, well, one, one thing we f- in, in the... What we're playing games, we forgot oh, yes. to talk about um, Block Legend. Oh, right. Which is a new iOS game released by our friend Alvin Fu. Yes. And he was part of Bit Summit and friend he did a show. presentation... Uh, about how he made the game right. and how he, I mean, it's really a one-man operation. And, and actually, the day he recorded his presentation was the day his game came out on uh, on iOS. Yeah. And he was really excited. He was, he was like checking psyched. his Twitter. Yeah. Right. It, was, it, was, it was pretty neat to see. I hear it's doing really well. Uh, Download it on the App Store. It's, I think, $1.99. It's a very simple, uh, like, RPG style. Yeah, well, he was really inspired matching. by P- Puzzle Quest, which yeah, is one of his right. favorite games. And it's sort of like that, like a more simplified version yes. of it. Uh, yeah, it's pretty fun. I, I've, I've been having a lot. Yeah, of fun it's not bad. I, I like the art. The art's really cool. The music's cool. It's it's good. Yeah, it's yeah. good. But um, the festival itself was pretty yes. neat. I mean, it was it was a great atmosphere. I think. Yeah. Um. You know, not super crazy packed. But what was great was that all the developers who were there. I mean, the ones that I talked to, a lot of them were saying how they felt that they were getting really good feedback on the people who were kind of sitting down and really taking the time to play their games. I, yeah. I talked to some people who had taking part in TGS. Like last year, they finally had like a sort of indie section. game maker yeah. section. Yeah. The, what that. is it? The magical night shower? <laughs> well, there's like, a, there's like a, n- a night event thing, but yeah. also on the show floor, they had a section, but it was like way out in one yeah. corner where like they had the, the family area. Is also. it like next to the Taiwanese government? I, on the other side, no, with the food and stuff. Oh, okay. So, it, you know, and they basically people who go to TGS, you know, they want to see the big Capcom booth. They want to see the PlayStation booth. I mean, right. people go for kind of that. But here, if you're going to Bit Summit, I mean, I think it's people, they know it's a, it's a festival for indie gaming. So they're interested in, in trying out new things. And so they were saying they were getting really great sort of feedback from the people. They were, it was interesting to hear what they had to say about the games that they were playing. And the people were really, you know, sitting down and playing the entire demo. That, that did, you, did you play the game where you, the controller is a soap dispenser? Oh. Lotion, isn't it? Lotion? I, I saw lotion, that one. Yeah, yeah, lotion dispenser. Uh, all our friend Dan, Daniel Fight wrote about it, right? For, right. For Wired. I, I did not, but... Um, I, I saw people playing. I, I want to hear about... Oh, okay, you guys didn't play it. But like, for those who don't know what I'm talking about, it's a game where like... They, you're controlling this bird that is in the shape of a pump action lotion dispenser. And, like, you pump the top, you know, like if you were to get lotion out, uh, you pump it to make the bird flap up and down. Or, it right. puts the it's lotion like on the bird. <laughs> yeah. You put the lotion on the bird. And then the bird. Um, yeah, there were some really interesting games there. There was also, like, kind of like a language learning game. Um, huh. where, uh, you know how, like when you learn a language, you kind of put like post-it notes around your house, uh, in sure. the foreign language, like to kind of figure out what this means. Um, okay. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I never did that, but, but sure. some people sounds do like that, a good, right? Sounds like a good idea. So 
this guy made this game where you you walk around a virtual house and everything is already labeled in the right. language the target language and so you can kind of pick up um languages really quickly that way um but there's also like a game where you can fly around a toy plane to target those things right. um throughout the house it's like a mini plane i i thought that was like a super cool way since you know i'm you know i speak japanese but i'm learning japanese yes. every day and it's, it's super, you know, helpful, these mm. kinds of things. Cool. So I, I thought it was really great. Any other interesting things you guys saw? Bits I like, there was a game called Nova 111 that Nova I thought was pretty neat. It was uh, from a bunch of guys, XQ Games. Okay. And uh, this game is basically, it's a turn-based game. Mm-hmm. But you're, the way you're playing it is that you're kind of moving this little creature in the cave. And, and it's all a grid. So right. you're moving right. around. But it, it's turn-based, so it's like these are actually turns as you're moving. But because you're moving pretty quick, it feels like you're just kind of moving around. Right. But you really notice that it's turn-based when you're facing an enemy because then, okay, you're stopping. He's, the enemy's not doing anything. And then right. basic, based on your position and how you attack, you know, that's, that's how you deal with those enemies. But what's interesting is that later on in the game, they start to introduce real-time elements to it, mm-hmm. which means like, okay, maybe you'll face an enemy that has like something that kind of sucks life from you. So it forces you to kind of go faster to try to defeat it because ah. because you're losing life as you're, as you're playing. So that was pretty... And the art direction on it was really nice, yeah. too. Did you guys get Funtronic to play... games. Did you play Gunvolt? I did not. Was it was it playable? I, it was playable. Okay. I think that was that was at the Sony booth, wasn't it? Was uh, it, it am it, I thinking of a different game? It was the NT Creates, like, kind of, like, Mega Man X... Yeah, yeah, I remember Mega the Man. announcement, but I didn't know it was playable. Oh, wait, no, no, I don't it think... It was playable. Sorry, I'm thinking of something totally we, we different. We were recording I, stuff. I didn't get to play as I've much as I wanted it, to. I played it, and I just... It's so good. It's fun, yeah. Yeah, I'm, like, my favorite Mega Man games are the Mega Man Zero games. Okay. Uh, and as a Mega Man Zero fan, I have to say that, like, is, like, right up my alley. Mm. The game is sure. good. Mm. Good. Um, N plus plus was really fun. Oh, they had that there. They had yeah. They actually, MetaNet was there. They had their own little booth, and it was playable in the PlayStation booth. Whoa, was um, it? So it was good. It's, I, I mean, you die a million oh. times. What did you play, Johnny? <laughs> I played a game where uh, you can. It's a. It was a fighting game, and you could choose a character that was made entirely of sushi. <laughs> <laughs> That was a cool game. Okay, is that E12 or whatever? I, e- I don't remember the ES12? name. E12, okay. Yeah. Uh, I played all of your games, all the 8-4. Yay! We, yes. had, we had a few games there. We had uh, Rogue Legacy, yes. uh, Shovel Knight uh, demo, and Super Time Force. Super Time Force! Awesome. So overall, let's, uh, what did you guys think of Bit- BitSummit in general? I mean, I think it, it's awesome that they're doing that. Um, I think it's a, great, it's, a, it's a great platform for all these, these creators, and you know, especially because... You know, in the West right now, indies—it's a big thing. They're you know they're all over PS4 yes. and all that. But I mean, that doesn't exist really in Japan yet, and and that's one of the reasons that Bit Summit was started. Yeah. You know, our friend James Milkey, who kind of initiated it. I mean, he was looking to, you know, not only show the world that there are Japanese indie, right. you know, game makers, but also yeah. to show still the Japanese lot, game makers lot, that this is this is a thing you can actually right. make a living possibly from from it's doing su- this. Surprisingly, still not a lot of. I mean, like. The doujin side of the mm. indie gaming scene hasn't shown up to bit summit yet, but hopefully with Zoom, the guy who made all the um, those fucking bullet hell games, I can't remember the yeah. names now. Um, Zoom, but he's like he's like the fucking god of indie games in Japan. Okay. He was there, so hopefully next year people. We almost got a presentation from him. Almost, really? and yeah, last day it didn't, just didn't happen. But 
Um, so let's move on. Flappy Bird could could, could return. Um, Dong, Dong, the creator says. Those who download it can still play Flappy Bird. He continues to earn tens of thousands of dollars from the game. Asked whether he might reintroduce Flappy Bird at some point, he said it's a possibility. I'm consi- Flappy Bird. Two. I'm considering it. He said, like seriously, like this is the fucking biggest flash in the pan of all time. Like, does nobody's talking about Flappy Bird anymore? Nobody yeah. cares. Yeah. Uh, well, but, he. I mean, he did it by choice. So yeah. I mean, good. Good on him that he's still making ten thousand dollars a week or whatever on it. Um, yeah. Amazon and Valve had some controllers in the news. Did you guys see these? Yes. I saw the Amazon controller. The Amazon yeah. controller is... Looks like shit. It does look like shit. I mean, it, I... Well, yeah, I'm trying very, to be polite. I mean, yeah. I don't know. It, it just doesn't look... <laughs> I'm not look, trying to be polite. <laughs> it doesn't look very comfortable. Further but. rumors suggest that what Amazon's doing is more like a game streaming service. Yeah, and the it's dongle. Like, yeah. Uh, it's not going to be like the, the PlayStation kind of thing that we were fearing. Uh, Valve's controller looks pretty good. I don't like that they, they, they moved... They got rid of the touch screen, yeah, and now the they have instead. they have the 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 pads, and then under it the buttons. I don't like having the buttons on the bottom. I think eventually they'll like just make an Xbox controller. <laughs> um, have you guys had a chance to try the? Valve no, not controller? yet. I really want. They, they it had one at Bit Summit apparently. Really? Yeah, oh. somebody had one, and I wanted to try it, but I didn't have a chance. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. And uh, last bit of news, a little fun news. China. China getting its own native built gaming console. What is it called? Guess. Uh, uh, the Fun Box. That is correct. <laughs> it is called the Fun Box. <laughs> uh, apparently, it is shaped like a box. And um, it's fun. It's got two gigs of RAM, some micro USB ports, Bluetooth controllers, dual antenna Wi Fi. Oh, yeah. The Fun Box will allow users to stream <laughs> HD videos. Or oh, the Tennessee Boys coming out. Video through connected USB devices. The news comes less than three months after China lifted the ban on sales of video game consoles. And, uh, yeah, that's not going to... I mean, I don't see the Fun Box taking over uh, the rest of the world, but... Well, apparently the, the maker of the Fun Box is... I mean, it's one of the bigger companies in... Yes, The Nine is the second largest online gaming operator in yeah, China. Yeah, Previously so. held exclusive operating uh, and distribution rights for Warcraft, World of Warcraft, and China runs several other titles, including Firefall and Planetside 2. So it's hard to tell. I mean, you know, online games like that, like th- those those sort of MMOs, yeah. and, and those are big there. So, I mean, if... if this is a machine that can let you play those games? Maybe. It's the fun box. It's the fun box. Sounds you, fun to if me. If you buy this box, you will it have will be fun. a fun box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be cool if it like just came with like built-in puzzles on the box. So you could just have fun with the like box Like it's just itself. a Rubik's Cube? Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's like the room. Like Actually, the, the console itself is like the room. It's just got like boxes in, inside of it. Or maybe it's just like the cube. Yeah, Why aren't like you cube. doing RD for them? R&D. I don't know. I mean, like I could, I could move to China and make billions of dollars <laughs> on China money. By the way, we, we never mentioned that the, um, the head R&D guy for Sony behind the VR prototype. His name is Richard Marks. Richard Marks, yes. Spelled differently, but... Apparently, th- there's a China-Richard Marks connection. That my brother, he, uh, he, he taught English in China for a year, and he said that uh, fucking people love Richard Marks in China. <laughs> What's not to love? What was the one song that he had? Um, 
That's uh, Johnny's looking at us like Richard oh Marks is. You don't know who guys. What? <laughs> what are well, you anyways, about? that one song that Richard Marks yeah. had uh, was huge in China. Um, speaking of music, also at Bit Summit were uh, two friends of the show, ex intern Alex Aniel's company, Brave Wave. Right. Uh, they are an indie game music, indie game music um, house. They, you know, they uh, make CDs yeah. of. People who are making game music, yeah, yeah. Um, and they had their new. I bought their album. It was yeah, awesome. their new album, which will have music. Uh, the The ending music for this episode is going to be from that uh, album. Awesome. And Alex actually recorded a presentation for our site. Oh, really? Yeah. Where he okay. Talks well, about listen, to, listen to that. Everything about the company. Um, so. And uh, you should get the. Uh, I'll put the link in the show notes yeah, to buy the, the album. The album name is In Flux. In Flux. It's got yeah. a cool like bubble on the cover. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all the music's really great, um, and you should definitely buy it because those guys are cool. Um, it's Ed a great album. And Alex, it's like a total passion passion project for them, and, and it's now becoming their job. Yeah, which is super cool. It is very cool. Yeah. I'm I'm very as really like happy for as that. like his ex boss. I'm very proud of him and what he, the the mensch he's ex-boss. become. <laughs> he was one of our first interns. I have taught you I'm well. Really, I'm really glad that he's like making it on his own. So yeah, definitely support him. Uh, and and um, Ahmed, I'm mean, Mohammed. I'm sorry, Mohammed. And by yes. the way, in his Mohammed presentation, Taha. you know, picture the presentation is like 20 images. He has one presentation where he's talking about himself, yeah. and obviously. The image is him in full biohazard gear, Resident Evil gear. <laughs> oh, man. For you those know, who I, might remember when you guys did a special yeah. Resident Evil biohazard episode, Alex was the... Same, same the, Alex. I really hope they make like a remix special album guest. of just all like biohazard songs. I'm sure that something is in the works. Yes. <laughs> well, I was talking to Alex, you know, saying like, oh, yeah, it'd be awesome if you did a Pachaksha presentation about biohazard resident totally. evil because he said yeah maybe i could do a presentation at, at our tokyo event someday yeah i was saying yeah, yeah. Do, do it on just that that would be so awesome indeed uh yeah. so yeah you're gonna get a little taste of that album after uh we're finished talking and with that let's uh, i guess wrap things up uh you can find us on the internet at 8-4.jp uh we also have a facebook um our second home is <laughs> Ugh, I'm so out of it. Our second home is giantbomb.com where you can comment and do stuff and and tell us how bad we suck. Um, and on NeoGAF, there's always a thread, though there probably won't be for this one. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you get no love on no, it's, it's No, we get plenty dark, of love. Dark Souls 2 kind of censored. Actually, people like my episodes. I mean, it's, you know. It's the a, JJ it's episodes awesome. are the most popular, most downloaded. Damn right. Most highly tell rated them, uh, as much as Mark would disagree. Yes. Come on, man. You were a moderator. That's right. On Yoga. I was before I turned into a fallen angel. Fallen <laughs> <laughs> uh, but burning, we, burning, burning. <laughs> burning angel. Burning rangers. Okay. And then uh, you can also find us on Twitter. My tw- uh, The official A4 Twitter is 84Play. Um, I am SPRSK. Uh, I'm Johnny the Future. And I wanted to also plug my friend. Flamingo Fuchsia. She's also streaming uh, Dark Souls 2. Oh. And uh, yeah, so you should watch that if you want to see somebody stream for the first time and yeah. get a chance. To and see she's it. amazing. She was on she's our. highly skilled. She was Dark on our Souls Naked player. stream and basically made us all look like fools. Yeah. Okay. What's happening with the Naked? You guys never finished that, right? Oh, we, we, need... we basically finished it. Yeah, we basically finished it. Oh, okay. it, it was finished. Okay. <laughs> and, and we're uh, done with it. Yeah. 
Dark Souls 2 is out, man. We, we, yeah. we got no time for that. And Jean Snow, what is On your... On Twitter, uh, Jean Snow. J-E-A-N-S-N-O-W. All right. And uh, with that, um, I guess we're going to... We're gonna end the podcast now. I guess you don't want me to do the the best ending. No, I ever. think I think because I ruined the last one. Go, yeah, actually, go ahead. You no, just, no, John, John, should no, Jean, no, you ruined the last one. You got to take responsibility. End the show. Do it now. Three, two, one, go. The soul still burns with the apostle of soul. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can always count yeah, on that you was, to do something terrible. That was. <laughs> All right. My soul's burning. Yeah, see, <laughs> see you guys next time. All right. Another. It went from the girl that sang with a vibe to the girl that stabbed her husband. Damn, can I just be Keith?